Welcome everybody, my name is Alexi Felix, host of Chaos in Christ podcast, and I want to say thank you for tuning in to another episode, and I know what you're thinking, you're thinking, you bro are all over the place, you're clearly everywhere, you clearly don't know what you want in life, um, I think you're done, and you know what, sometimes I feel that way too, uh, but it's been, it's not, it hasn't been easy, that's all I really can say it hasn't been easy because I desire to do this um, and I desire to honor God. I'm at that place where I think I'm finally coming full circle. I know exactly where I need to go. I know exactly what God is calling me to do and I want to be faithful to that. And I'll be honest with you, uh, there's a reason why I've been kind of back and forth after I had to give up to his glory as a name for the podcast, which, by the way, I was really uh, sold out to. I mean, I really loved that name. I felt like it encompassed everything about what I wanted to do, and which is to give glory to God, right? To live to his glory. And then, of course, I found out that, you know, it's already taken. It's not my name. And I, you know, with integrity, I had to let it go. I wasn't going to, you know, grow something that wasn't really mine. And so along the way, I just kept thinking about what I can really call it, and maybe this was an open opportunity for you know to talk about other things as well. But I'll, in all honesty, I don't want to talk about anything else. But what is truly happening in the culture? What is happening in our own individual lives and the chaos thereof? Because that's exactly what we see, right? You you do see that, right? I mean, I'm not making this up. You don't have to go very far to know that we are in a state of chaos. Culturally speaking, but we've always been a state of chaos on a very much deeper spiritual level. And what's happening on a deeper spiritual level has now surfaced out into the world. And we are seeing its effects in full force. And I want to be a part of the solution. And the solution is this. It is Christ over everything. It is Christ or chaos, as they say. And I've just switched around and it's Christ and chaos. Right now, we live in a world full of chaos. But Christ Jesus, he is with us. And I feel called to preach the truth of the gospel, the scriptures, and to bring light to what is happening in these areas in our culture. So yeah, forgive me if I keep switching it up. You know, forgive me that I'm human and that I just, you know, wanted to narrow it down. I thought about completely scrapping this whole entire podcast and starting with fresh new audiences and not letting you guys know because of how potentially it could have annoyed you. But you know what? This is me. This is me in raw form. And if you stick around with me long enough, then I know it was real. All right. Now, the the change name again was because I what did one episode of Gym Afterthought. And that came to my head when I was working out at the gym. And I thought, yeah, that totally, that would be it. But there's another reason why I even was thinking about incorporating the gym world um, into my podcasting was because I got an offer from a company, a supplement company that wanted to sponsor me. Um, and I saw an opportunity there. I'll be really honest. I saw money and opportunity there. That's it. Um, and I thought, you know what? I've been in the fitness industry. I've dedicated about 10 plus years of lifting, training, and uh, for a long time, I was really sold out to fitness. I really was. And you know what, guys? I really still am. I mean, I have a routine of of training and lifting. 
and I love it. And I think I will always do it, uh, you know, God willing for the rest of my life. But I think I was more inspired by the idea that uh, I could potentially, you know, make some money um, off selling supplements. But it just wasn't sitting right. It just wasn't sitting right. I try to justify the idea that I can talk about so many things. But really, any time I would try to record something, I just kept going back to culture, back to Christ, back to the Word of God. And that is, that's what I want to do the rest of my life. I, I want to preach the gospel. I want to study the scriptures. I want to study theology. I want to dedicate my life to Christ. And I want to speak to these things that we see in our culture without fear, without fear and with all boldness, all through the strength and the, you know, the encouragement I get from the Holy Spirit moving forward. So that is why I came up with that name. And it was a pretty dope name. I'm not going to lie, but you know what? I'm still evolving and I actually, uh, so yeah, I just decided not to. All right. Moral of the story. I changed it. I changed it, and um, and again, it is because there is chaos in our lives, in our culture. There's just a lot, and I'm not going to touch on every point yet because I'm going to obviously dive into it in other episodes, and I look forward to having conversations with other people and including them in on this uh, podcast. So many ideas, all for the glory of God, all to, to really just uh, be another voice in the fight, so to speak. You know, when I first even podcasted, in the very beginning, it was all politically geared conversations about policies and about politics and about what is happening and what we need to do and how we need to vote. God has corrected me a lot since that time because it was plainly obvious that my only focus was on operating in anger, sarcasm, and believing that there's another party that is better than this party, and that party is going to save us all. But as time has progressed, and as I can sit here now confidently say, the both parties are just not good, okay? There's a big political theater taking place in our co- in our country, and there's controlled opposition in my eyes. I feel like it's just a big show, you know, like you, you rooting for one team and the other roots for the other. And you're, you're hoping your team wins like one big, stupid football game. And I honestly, I've, I've awakened up to that. I've, I realize that there are some good level-headed politicians in that sphere that are probably trying to do a good thing. But at the end of the day, I don't really see it. I don't, I don't see the efforts. What I do see is like men like Jeff Durbin of End Abortion Now of Apologia Church going out, preaching the gospel and fighting against abortion and going to these abortion clinics and standing up for the truth of the gospel. And then they actually provide help for young women and families who have decided not to kill their babies and to actually keep them. And they'll provide housing, they'll provide adoption care, they'll provide other things. No politicians doing that. It's only the church that does that, the true church, not the squishy church that we're seeing um, kind of bowing down to, you know, the things of this world so far. You know, those people, they were never really of it, in my opinion. But what I see is, you know, real Christians actually putting work out there. I don't know how else to say it. And I just don't see the politicians doing it. 
I see a lot of conferences, a lot of podcasts, a lot of, you know, just snippets on Facebook and YouTube, commentaries, and they're, I think they have a special place, I think they have a good role, it, it does open your eyes to what one side that is extremely bizarre is doing, for sure, but at the end of the day, you can call yourself a Republican, a Libertarian, I don't really care what you call yourself, and you could be proud with a chip on your shoulder saying that I am not a leftist, which, hey, good for you, at least that, right, because being leftist is insane, but at, but in all reality, I look at these conservatives, quote-unquote, and I'm wondering what they are conserving. You know, what? what is it that they are conserving that they are so afraid of losing? And then I had to question myself and say, what am I looking to conserve that I'm so afraid of losing? And with that, what I want to do is transition into Scripture. Matthew, the book of Matthew, we read in chapter 6, verse 19, and I'm going to spend some time with it. Uh, Do not lay up treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. And again, I I don't think I need to really extrapolate exactly what Christ is saying here, what the teaching is taking place. But, I mean, I will. (laughs) You know, that's what we're doing here, right? That's what conservatives are doing. That's what entrepreneurs and these uh, self-help books are trying to get us to do is to to generate treasures here on earth. But we forget that moth and rust will destroy it. And we don't think about it because moth and rust hasn't destroyed it yet. And if there's a moth or rust taking place and corroding these things, because it's such a slow decaying process, we don't see it. Kind of like, you know, when people smoke cigarettes for years on end and they know it's going to kill them, potentially. Or at least, at the very least, cause a lot of health problems. But because they didn't do it the very next day, when they first had their cigarette, or third, or 20th, or or 100th, they figured, I'm going to put it in the back of my head. I'm going to keep doing this. And then they'll justify it uh, based on life trauma, stress, work, experiences, whatever, right? We all do it. It's not a judgment. I'm just saying, like, we all do that, Okay. But we, we are told to lay up treasures here on earth, you know, save the republic, you know, vote red. We need the red wave to come in. That's what we need. Just things things like that, right? You know, we, you got to build your business, your network marketing business. We got to blow that up, all right? Come to this self-help seminar, listen to these tapes, do all this stuff, you know? And again, this is all an attempt to lay up treasures here on earth. But we are instructed to lay it up for ourselves in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, where thieves do not break in and steal. And that's another thing too. Everything that we have here on this planet that we try to acquire, to strive for, to put our entire lives on the line for, and it could be stolen from another man. <laughs> it could be it could be robbed from us. 
you know, whether we know it or, or robbed from us in front of our eyes. And many times you will find yourself realizing that you are at the mercy of this world, of this culture. And you could put all your time into something that truly does not bring meaning. Now, obviously, this is a matter of the heart, right? Because obviously we need businesses. We need entrepreneurs. And obviously, the Bible does teach us about being stewards of our, let's say, money, right? Stewards of the work that is before us. You know, a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Yeah, there, there's no denying that. What, what I'm talking about is the things of the heart, the matters of the heart. Why are you going after these things, truly? Kind of like I had to question myself. What was I trying to acquire because I saw, you know, an opportunity of sponsorship my way and how I wanted to be able to, like, utilize that for the podcast. Like, what was I actually looking at? Because I was trying to justify it 100%. There were so many things I was trying to justify by doing it this route. I thought to myself, you know what, though? I, I, I'll, I'll reach out to the, the fitness industry. Uh, that, that, yeah, I'll preach the gospel there. But I realized the slippery slope and where it was headed because that's not what God has called me to do personally he has called me to store up treasures in heaven everyone is called to store up treasures in heaven but i recognize what i need to do in order to work towards that because of the love and grace i've received from christ i want to do this not because i can give him anything back and not because there's a lot of monetary gain to to receive from this i i want to do this because i want to reach people with the truth of the gospel wake them up to the chaos of this world and let them know that it is christ or it is chaos and that is it that that's really well what it boils down to so where are you leaving your treasures because the the passage goes on to say in verse 22 the eye is the lamp of the body so if your eye is healthy your whole body will be full of light but if your eye is bad your whole body will be full of darkness if then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. So, I think that's pretty straightforward, cutthroat, to the point. I don't think there's much else I need to say about that. What we are are looking at, what is in our eyes, what is in us? Is it Christ or is it the things of this world that it is promising you that you don't want to let go of? Because, man, I get the struggle. I really do. I, I was struggling with this. I literally had the same exact battle. Making money online, doing fitness, gaining a following on Instagram, like those were real thoughts in my head, real thoughts, but there was no true fulfillment in it because I know that I'm not really going for that because of the greater good of the gospel and of speaking and preaching Christ. And all. I mean, I was using that as a justification to go that route, but really it was just because of the opportunity and I've decided to not go that route. I will not take that sponsorship. Because that's just not where God has called me to. If anything, God took me out of the gym industry. Working it, being a part of its business. 
Um, it just wasn't, it wasn't doing me any justice. I, I messed that up <laughs> big time. I did not honor God when I was involved with that world. And not to say that he couldn't put me back in and be a light in the midst of their darkness and preach the gospel. I believe that God does that a hundred percent. He does. But you guys don't know me most, you know, for many, many years since Christ has revealed himself to me and he saved me and by grace has given me salvation. I was about 14 and very early on, I, I honestly knew and felt called to ministry, called to preaching. I just felt that. But I went a lot uh, of different directions and ultimately tried to serve myself in my self-interest, in my self-preservation, trying to gain my life, trying to pursue things in this world that doesn't suffice, that doesn't actually make me whole. It never did. It, it, it ruined me. It made a, I made a lot of decisions that destroyed me in so many different areas of my life that I'm still paying for it to this day. It's by grace alone that I'm even speaking this way. Because he didn't give up on me. He didn't give up on me. And so this is why I'm I'm shifting, guys. Again, deal with it. But I know that I've planted my flag. I know that this is where I'm at. This is what it's going to be. And uh, hey, this is this is the trajectory of my life. I'd love to take you along with me in that. Um, what I'd like to do is just kind of keep reading a passage of scripture. Uh, verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? And the, and the, the, the answer of that is obviously, obviously we, we know that he is for us. We know that he, he has our best interests in mind. He has it all under control. He is sovereign. He knows everything. And so what he is requiring of us is faith, to trust, to not worry. And that's something he was requiring of me too. You know, I'm going to be all right. You know, the, the job I have, you know, do that faithfully. The school that I'm in, fulfill that faithfully. You know, you want a, a side thing to generate more income? Something is going to come along the way. I'm going to figure it out. You know, I'm going to do that. And God's going to provide. Maybe he does it through this podcast. I don't know. I, I have no idea. But what I'm trying to say is, what he's trying to say is, not to be anxious, because he, he's in control. He takes care of his children. Look what verse 26 says. Look at the birds of the air. They neither soar, sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. I don't even need to, I feel like I don't need to bring this out anymore. 
If you just read the text in its context, if you can see what Christ is teaching us, he, he's got us. He's got our backs. If he takes care of birds and, and, and all other creatures and he makes sure that they are fed, that they have water, they have sunlight, they have protection, they, they fulfill their function on this earth for whatever time period that God has allotted for those birds to do it in, how much more us? Are we not more value than they? We are of the Imago Dei, the image of God. He has given us more than even the angels. And here we are concerned. Here I was concerned. Trying to attain something that will be rusted and eaten up by moths. That would be stolen by other people. What, what was I really trying to gain? I think I was trying to gain notoriety. Some sort of Instagram fame. I'm just putting myself out there. Uh, you know, Money through this process. Yeah, I think that was exactly what was happening in my heart. And yesterday I posted up something on Instagram, a reel. And again, I just geared myself towards preaching Christ. <laughs> I can't help myself. It's who God has created me to be. And what I see here in this passage is that he's called us not to be anxious, to trust him, to know that he will feed us, he will cause us to drink. And the fact that we care about these or are worried and anxious, that, that is what Gentiles seek after. And our God in heaven, he knows everything. And here is what the instruction of what we must do. And with this, I end. Verse 23. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. I came down to this conclusion, guys, that I think for too many years, I, I struggled with wondering what God has called me to do, even though I, I, I honestly knew what God has called me to do. Many people, strangers in my life have confirmed it. Strangers. People that didn't know me from the church that I first went to. People that, you know, I would literally be in a new church, standing in the corner somewhere, and someone would approach me and share what they felt God told them, even though I get a little cringy with those but sometimes i do think like hey god is literally trying to get my attention and so many years i i've rejected that and looked for other avenues and then tried to say but i'll do this for you jesus i will do fitness for you i'll rap for you i'll build a business for you Oh my gosh, so many things I wrap my head around. <laughs> so many things. When at the end of the day, I shouldn't even be worried about what those things were. When he calls us to seek first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness and everything else will be added. And so now my advice, my hope that you get out of this is that wherever you find yourself, Whatever you're doing in your career, whatever you think God is calling you to do, I don't know, you know. One, 
Seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. So therefore, that means you need to submit to church authority. You need to be discipled. We need to be held accountable because to seek his righteousness means we can't do this alone. We are not righteous. We are totally depraved. If you leave us to ourselves, we are more than likely are going to lead ourselves to our own path of destruction. Don't blame God. You're going that direction because you've chosen to think you could be autonomous in your walk with Christ. Not possible. I've I've tried it. It doesn't work. You will end up in a ditch and you got no one else to help you up out of that ditch. Get out from that mindset. Seeking the kingdom of God and all his righteousness is a requirement of gathering with the saints, prayer, scripture, meditation, and putting your whole heart, mind, soul, and strength in love towards Christ and in Christ alone. And from there, do not be anxious. Whatever tomorrow has, that's its own worries. You are to be faithful with what you have here today. How will you honor God today? And, and what job do you have right now? You know, you may not be appreciative of the fact that you have a job. That he has allowed you to have something as a means to provide for your way of life, your bills, your family. So do that faithfully. And I'm not just pointing fingers at you. I, honestly, I'm talking to myself. I'm 100% talking to myself. 100%. But now I know. I feel like I got clarity, guys. I feel like I got clarity. I don't know if you can hear it through the mic, but I feel clear. For the first time in my life, I, I feel clear. I know what God has called me to do. It's been my desire deep down for many years. It's been confirmed by men and women of that were close and not close to me for many years. And for some reason, the uh, yesterday... I got clarity from my aunt who commented on my post. And I don't know why. I don't know why. She lives in Florida. I have no why. I have no idea why. I can't speak right now, guys. I have no idea why her confirmation, her post commenting on mine was the clarity I needed. No idea. But the minute I read it, everything fell off me. Everything. I just instantaneously knew, and that has to be the Holy Spirit. That's God. And I'll say this, it's not for me. Only reason why this was so important to me was because I wanted to not waste my life. I just didn't want to waste it on stupid stuff. So I feel overjoyed. But this is not about me. This is not about Alexi. I am not nothing special. I am a, a fallen totally depraved human being who is in need of grace in Christ. And so I've come to the conclusion that, yeah, we live in a state of chaos personally and in the culture, but and Christ. Christ is there. And if he is yours and you are his, chaos can't take you out, but you can take it on. God bless you. Until next time.